You're listening to the Download Youth Ministry Podcast. Two, one. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to 2019. This is the Download Youth Ministry Podcast. I'm Doug Fields with Jason, the Supertone Carson, the Queen, as always, Katrina, Katie Edwards, and Josh, the poster child of... Life Grace and, love. and beauty. <laughs> Hello there. And humility. And Ladies. humility. Story of my life. <laughs> you guys, this is episode 346. We we mark in the new year with more joy, more laughter, more yeah. fun, more yeah, more humanity, <laughs> more humility. kindness. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I feel a little pressure. Ringing in the new year. The new year. Yeah. Do we have a new format for the show or anything? Is nah. no. Okay, great. <laughs> You keep, you keep co-hosting, and I'll keep doing all the work. That sounds like a plan. All right. <laughs> and we're just lucky that Jason's your, even here, so that's good. You're in your strengths. You're in your strengths. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Stay in your lane, people. Stay 346 lane. episodes, 2019. Wow. We have 12 shows on our podcast network. We have fabulous sponsors. Wow. Orange. Yes, we do. We want to encourage you to go to orangeconference.com. Join us there. In Atlanta. Uh, Don't miss it. fall, join us on Orange Tour. Atlanta. Yep, yep. That's right. And uh, we have our friends at leadertrex.com. Love them. Great mission trip journals for this summer, the 2019 summer. .org or .com. Google it. Leadertrex. Yeah, Doug Franklin. They're great. (laughs) It's an org. I'm thinking it's .org. Do you think it's .org? Yes. Yes, .org. I wonder who owns .com. I don't know. We should find out. Orange. See if they could sponsor us too. Then we could say Leader Treks and both would be sponsor. That's right. All right. Anyhow, we'll, we'll buy it after the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we're not live. But next show, I think, oh. I think uh, show three forty-seven, we might do a Facebook live. I like it. That's pretty. Will fun. we do it only on the members page? You have to be a member in order to go on the oh. members page, or just to everybody? Do we have a members only page? We do. Oh. Just saying, we could do that. I didn't know that. I or we, we wear just... members only jackets I on the members would only like that. page. Now we're That'd be talking. Amazing. Just yeah. an idea. Yeah. Or we can just open I'll up face, Facebook. Uh, do you have any New Year's resolutions Seafoam this year, Jason? Uh, no. No? Katie? Nope. <laughs> I am joining, I've joined the youthpastordiet.com mm. and am three days into um, a crash diet going, really? going great. How's right it been now. the last three days, Josh? It's been terrific. <laughs> I've had a lot of yogurt and a lot of water. Wow. That's, I'm hoping that's the secret. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, it's not sustainable, Josh. It's not sustainable. <laughs> and uh, I had a piece of beef jerky. <laughs> one one And four Milky Ways. What am I no, I'm going to win. The youth pastor died. The leaderboards are up. There's still time to join. If you haven't joined yet, that's my New Year's resolution. This is the yeah, year. Hawaii. This is the year. No one's ever said that on January 3rd. This is the year. This is my year. This is the year to this win. This is my year. This is the year to stick with it. What that's are you saying? Right. Well, I'm just Here's trying. the thing. I have uh, I have worked out the entire time, the last multiple years. We work out at CrossFit together. But a guy yesterday says to me, well, I'm glad you're at the gym, but you can't out-train your diet. And I was like, oh, okay. okay. Maybe it's time for a change. So hurtful. Yeah. Hurtful and motivating in like a I'm gonna have to suppress that pain and maybe eat it later. <laughs> <laughs> Did you confront him on his rudeness to you? No, he looks great. He's lost like hundred pounds. So I'm like, oh, oh. you can say that, I guess. Who was that? Jerk. I'm not gonna say on the podcast, but he's a good dude. Yeah. He just wounded me to the very core. Yeah. Mm. All right. The pain. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut his Achilles. <laughs> And then just watch no, him get fatter. I can't, can't walk anymore. That. No, because then that. he'll he'll hit a slice for the rest of his life. Yeah. No. 
This has gone dark. This yeah. has gone real Happy dark. New Year. Hey, it's we're new, back. It's a new it's show. A new year. Wow. I want to learn to play the guitar this year. How's that? <laughs> there you go. That's better. I'm going to read. Ukulele? I can see you with I'm the ukulele. Read like three two. chapters of the, the Bible a day. How many? How many? Three, ch- three chapters a day. I can't even keep my U version street going right now. There's no way I can read three chapters. We are doing, our church is going to try and read through the whole Bible. Yeah. Are you gonna, oh, Bible. interesting. You're you bring it up now. Set them up Together? for a failure? No. It would be interesting to know how many people sign up for that and actually how many people do that. What do you, let's let's play over grace, under. Doug. Huh? We live in grace. There's well, as long as they it, know actually. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 100 Absolutely. people sign up. How many are really going to finish no one it? Signed Just keep up. seven. It's in grace. We seven. seven percent are going to finish. Yeah. Oh, I think that's high. You guys. You do? Finish reading the entire Bible. Seven out of 100? Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. I think it's three. <laughs> yeah, thank you for coming back to me. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Read every word in the Bible in a year. Yeah, people do that, Josh. Mm, no. Absolutely. People don't do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Their, their pastor couldn't even do that. <laughs> he got through, like, whatever, judges, and you're like, I'm out. That's it. <laughs> Which is good. That's good yeah. for a pastor. I get Chronicles gets tough. Yeah. I get through Exodus and just flip to Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> I skim Psalms, try to hit a few. Around. Don't go, you know, yeah. just leap around. I read it all. What are the most exciting ones? Start yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Proverbs is good. Read that one time. Lower in the bar. That's it. I'm just saying. No. Three would be good. I'm just glad Josh owns a Bible. Uh, from Ken Leslie who is uh, an assistant pastor at Stony Creek Church. Oh, wow. Um, In what city, Josh? Uh, I'm going to say Cleveland, Ohio. No, Ken Leslie? I don't know. It's Michigan. Is he? I don't know. Okay. It's like the same, though, kind of. I don't know. We should should know. We know him well. Ken Leslie, I'm going to say Tennessee. I can can describe him. Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, that's Michigan. Michigan. Utica's Michigan. Boom. That's pretty good. Nice work. Wait, how would you describe him? That was Josh's home state. Michigan. Yeah. I mean, if I was a um, like a sketcher yeah, for like people a, who a courtroom sketch artist commit crimes. Okay. Kind of stick figure or an FBI <laughs> most wanted. I could sketch him out easy. I know. Okay, give me some of the defining characteristics. Uh, five foot. <laughs> five foot nine. Five foot white. Nine. White guy. Forty. Two. Ouch. Ouch. Ooh. That added that's, a couple lines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some wrinkles. Some wrinkles. Like that's Yeah. Dark hair. Looks like a youth pastor. Dark hair. Curly. Curly hair. A uh, little effeminate. <laughs> receding. <laughs> receding hairline. I mean, sorry to get so close to home there. Yeah. Yeah. That's enough. Um, general all around nice guy who has a question yeah, on the show. Good guy. Who who does helps us edit product and, and has, has great products on yeah. On our store. All right. Um, Are we good? Do we feel like we did enough of the like? Okay. On. Okay. I don't know. I feel like I'm New watching year. an accident happen in slow motion. I don't know what Someone to say. Someone just got two. I don't know what Here to say. A lot of words. A lot of words. They're still going. You know what? Right. When I was in my reading through the Bible plan, we're going to give an account for every word we said. You know what? If you guys would quiet down, I'd be able to get to his question. As we look to the next calendar year, I'm having a hard time convincing my leadership that I should get allowance for conference time and not have to use vacation days. For the last few years, I've attended DYM 100 using vacation days, but that doesn't make my wife too happy. Give me some words to help me convince my boss. 
to is talk, he talking talk about his boss at the church or his boss at home? Because mm. that's the church. The church, okay. <laughs> I would say in, invite your wife to come with and make it a little mini vacation while you're out at DY100 in California. Yeah, but that's not his question. No, I know. He wants to know how do I ask Well, if you're not going to win, that's your idea. That's a good yeah, idea. That'd be an idea, at least. Yeah. 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 I would say, especially in a year where you're not going to get a monetary raise, asking for time is a great option. So finances are tight, and the church says, hey, just so you know, Ken, we're not going to have raises this year. No one's getting any raises. It's just not possible. One thing that a church can do in a moment like that is offer you a different type of compensation. Uh, maybe a, a small allowance for books would be an ask. Um, maybe time off. Time off doesn't cost the same way that another check does. So I would say in a year like that, have a conversation and say, hey, you know what? One of the things that would be really great is if I could get some conference time off. Mm-hmm. That'd, be, that'd be an idea. Yeah. Here's another idea. Go on the Download Youth Ministry uh, Facebook page and say, if you're a full-time youth pastor, how much time do you get off? Yeah. For, you know, Put a little survey together. We've got over 10,000 people on that. Facebook page, and then sit down, with, sit down with your pastor and share the results. Yeah, that's a great yeah, idea. I, I would say, too, I came from a church that didn't believe in conferences like I did as a youth pastor, and I was always having to, like, cast the vision to my senior pastor yeah. and say, like, this is what we go and do. This is how I come back. I am a better youth pastor. I'm more charged up. I'm, I've got resources. I'm inspired. I have yep. ideas. Like I, I, I sell the whole thing and say, like, you, you got it. Trust me. If you send me to this, this is what you're getting. The, the whole church is going to be better for it. And um, he, he totally came around. It came to the point where I, I could, at the end of my 15-year run, I could go to any conference I wanted, and it was part of my time. It wasn't like vacation. Yeah. It's good. So you had upward influence. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think selling it really well, like mm-hmm. you did, that's a great principle. Yep. You know, really come in there, don't just fly by night and go in and hope to get something. Have yeah. a plan. Show some evidence and talk about what's been meaningful to you in the past. Yeah. And or, the- or take the conference brochure and say, here's the stuff I need to grow in and I know you know I need to grow in this area. I'm gonna go get that here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that'd be an idea too. And it's, it's understanding, too, I mean, having a little respect for the fact that, and I have no idea what his situation is, but whoever the senior leader is, like, if they don't buy into this stuff, you, you really do have to show them. Otherwise, it does seem like a vacation. It seems like you're going off to a concert and having fun. I mean, you got to show them. Yeah, Somehow. which I, is also I true and think so good for you. Especially DYM at 200, because if they're following you on social media or some of those things, they're seeing maybe a lot of the fun and relational stuff, which is cool. But when someone's greenlighting you to learn, it's hard. That's you good. don't post those things. So since you've yeah. been before, coming back with here's some of the practical topics that we launched yeah. into. Here's some of the important conversations I was in, um, because maybe they're only seeing a side. Your wife is only seeing a side. You know. So what are some of the pieces that just help them understand? I think too asking the question why like. Why is that a thing that we don't go to conferences? Maybe just getting some insight and perspective yep. into how leadership views those things might give you an approach to just yeah. knowing why it's not something that we value in the season or whatever. That might be a good question to ask. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I always think it, if I have my choice, I want to work for a senior pastor who was a youth pastor. Because I feel like... Because right. they know. Yeah, they know. They've been to the conference. Come to EncounterChurch.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. People listening all over the world are going to come to Encounter Church. Yeah. Senior pastor was a youth pastor. Mission yeah. Viejo, California. 
It's good. Senior pastor. Um, so, Ken, Jackson. let us know how that goes. Yeah. Um, and then let me know if I described you fairly. Uh, this is from... Snappy dresser. Mark. Glasses. This is kind of a two-part question. Spotty We've got Mark Hall, and I have... I have, um, what do you call this, Katie, when you dog ear things together? Mark Hall, lead singer of Casting Crowns? Uh, probably. Okay. Yeah. Um, probably. Two questions, one from Mark Hall, one from Jim Pirtle. Mark says, uh, hey, everybody, love the show. Not currently a gold member, Whoa. aspiring DYM author, author, never been able to make it to DYM 100. I hope these credentials don't count <laughs> against me. Pretty good. Ask his question. I'm in. Yeah. Here's my question. Um, so my video interview with the search committee went better than I could have hoped for, and now they want to meet in a few weeks. What are some in-person next-level questions I have to make sure I ask and discuss with them now that we're at a point that's different from the initial interview over the phone? Uh, church is about 450 people and has pastor, worship, youth, secretary as full-time. So that's Mark's question. Then... Um, Jim Pirtle says, Dear Doug, Josh, Katie, and a prayer to be named later. Uh, what's the mm. one trait? You've been gone for a while. I think yeah. you just. Could have been Matt, could have been Jessica Sanchez, could have, oh, who knows? Could have been Allison <laughs> or Tori, who knows? Oh, a player, player to be named later, sorry. <laughs> I'm just so spiritual when I see. <laughs> When I you see know why you are? Because you've been reading through the Bible. Yeah. That's why. Three That's days right. in. Every word. <laughs> yeah. And a player to be named later. Sorry. Oh, there it is. That makes sense. Um, what's the one trait that you wish youth ministry job applicants had, but in your experience, most often lack? Oh. See what I'm doing there, guys? Wow. You're dovetailing. Oh, yeah. You're dovetailing. You got both yes. ends of the coin. That's what a host does. Wow. That's what, it That's what, it does. what a host does. I remember when we talked about doing You're never going to get that from Josh. <laughs> Hey, just co-hosting over here. Don't worry about it. Uh, those are good questions. They're they're loosely related. I like that. Uh, one thing I would ask, I'd just ask some culture questions. Like, do do we go out to lunch? Do we hang out outside of church? What are your expectations on my spouse? Uh, is there a conference? But is there any way I can go to a conference this year? Just some stuff that isn't maybe forthright. Um, I do think at some point it'd be good to talk about numbers because numbers are an expectation of the leadership. And so maybe not in your first in-person interview, but at some point I would bring that up and encourage them to understand that health is going to take time and for you to get any type of success is going to take a little bit of effort and time. So that's a yeah, start. We, we hear question, or we hear responses every day of youth pastors. Got one today who – I don't know if he texted both of us or just me. I, we, no, I got it too. Yeah. Okay been let go of his of his church and I think every day youth workers are, are losing their jobs and um, sometimes they don't go in with their eyes wide open so yeah. questions about expectations are great mm. um, yeah. you know I see the job description, but what is your definition of success? How do you evaluate success? What are the expectations around that? I think culture questions are, are great. I would say to Jim, who said, uh, what's the trait you wish youth ministry job applicants had, uh, but in your experience most often lack? I would say initiative. That's what I would say. Wow. Mm. <laughs> I think, yeah, you want people to take initiative. I'd, I want people to take initiative, even if they take it in the wrong direction. That's fair. If you, if you, you can redirect movement. Absolutely. But getting absolutely. someone started. But people just sitting around waiting, yeah. waiting to be told what to do. That's what, that's what I would say. Yeah, I like that. 
I feel like the applicant question or that one I would answer with the other one of I'm always looking for someone who asks questions. So to me, someone who is looking to ask questions is someone who's looking to learn, looking to grow. It's definitely connected to initiative. Questions lead to change. Questions lead to new things. So I think I'm... If I interview someone and they don't ask me a single question, it's an immediate red flag for me. Yeah, it, mm. it just is. Like I might not even have a second conversation yeah. with you. You're it's like, that I big think of I'm good. Flag. You're like, so am I. Like you don't have <laughs> any questions for me, not one. You know, no, yeah. it's not, it all sounds great. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's that's, a, that's red flag. Katie, wouldn't you say that that would be from younger, younger people? Do you think like? Yeah, I think yes. I'm, I'm thinking of some of that that I know that might be in your staff or the high school staff that are going there, kind of right out of college. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure they know the questions to ask it. Definitely. They're just excited to have a job, right? Just throw the possibility, sure. even yeah, yeah. When you've been in the church and you have been beaten up a little bit, or man, I didn't mm-hmm. see that coming, or I learned that along the way, then all of a sudden those reframe your your questions a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I think a question I would ask that I don't think I have have previously would be. To the senior leader, what's their plan? And are they going to be around for a while? Because I've heard of a lot of youth workers that they jump into a position and they're all excited and fired up. And then there's another staff transition that quickly follows them. And all of a sudden, their future's in question. So I would love to just hear a senior pastor's journey, story, heart, and a little bit of vision to see if they're going to be around. Because I'm I'm moving my family here. Like a one-on-one? Probably a one-on-one after things have gone well. He's not going to answer that. Right. But I think it's a next level question for you to go, hey, this feels like a good fit. I'm moving my family across the country. I need to know that you're going to be here for a while. So fill me in on where, like, have you wrestled at all or are you locked and loaded? I just think it's a good, it's a different question too than you would typically ask. Yeah. So I'll take this question a little bit of a different angle, different side of the coin, I guess. So for me, when we, when we looked for a youth pastor, when I was transitioning out, um, we, we went through so many applicants and in that process, I think the thing that it's a tricky line because I hear what you're saying and I would want the same thing. I would want someone to come in and understand expectations and am I going to have vacation time? And like, so I think what the, the tendency might be is youth pastors might come in with an idea of like entitlement of like, I need to guard my stuff, guard my family, guard my time. And what I heard when I was interviewing guys and girls, like it was like, okay, you sound like you're coming in trying to interview me. And that was an instant turnoff. Interesting, like it, yeah. So, so yeah. it's I, I suppose it's how it's done, right? It, coming in with the humility, asking the right questions is probably a better route than, well, tell me what I'm going to get and, and that kind of thing. So for me, it was always, I think, the second question, like, what are you looking for to hire a youth pastor? I mean, I things that ring to my ears is teachability, willingness to, yeah. to serve, oh, willingness yeah. to jump onto the vision of the church. Like for me, those things are pretty important. Like because if you're gonna live on an island and and do a, a silo youth ministry and say I know better than everything that's happened. I mean, I was at a church that existed for 37 years. It's like if somebody comes in and says I know better than all of you, that's it's kind of yeah, it, it kind of rubs some feathers, sure. you know. So so it's a little bit of a balance. But I think approach it the right way of asking the right questions with humility, showing that hey, I'm I am coming in to be a bigger part of the vision of the church and to serve. Like so, I think that'd be good for me. Yeah, I I don't um, recall them, but I think in the book, your first two years in youth ministry, 
I think I actually have some questions in there that yeah, you should yeah. ask. I don't remember what they are, but yeah. And I'll add one I'm, that I don't. I'm sure think, they're terrific. <laughs> I'm sure they are too. Um, I'll add <laughs> one that so I don't are. think would be in there because it's a newer concept. But is what I create here mine, or is it the church's? Because as someone would, I like to share this game I made on Download Youth Ministry. It's a lot easier to have that conversation really early in your employment or in an interview process than to figure it out later when you're in the thick of things. So. I think it's a newer conversation going, I can help youth ministry through DYM or whatever. And so I would say I would make that part of my hmm. late interview asks, though. Josh, always plug in DYM. <laughs> Youthpastordiet.com. <laughs> I'm a little hangry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Add a little more protein to that. Time. Um, this is from Tyler Rowland. DYM team, Tyler from Minnesota here, DYM gold member, and hopefully soon to be a DYM 100 attender. Uh, Allison, when are we going to open registration for DYM 100? Are we even, are we even are doing, we doing DYM 100? When is Not it? 200? Yeah. It's that going to... That question's for you. Okay. <laughs> Allison said that question's for you, so I think she's talking to yeah. you. Yeah, I think we want to launch sometime in early May. <laughs> we set dates and... Costs. We announce all of that the week of Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, That's Valentine's Day. We'll announce it meant. the week of Valentine's Day. Yeah, so stay tuned. All right. Is it going to be DYM 100 or 200? Or 200. Like what? Ha- I, I'm. I need to hear. Oh, 500. No, DYM I vote 500? one. No, I'm going to vote. Oh my one. goodness! Get all the youth workers together. The DYM 200. This was a blow it up. This year was mic drop. <laughs> it was like. My, drop the mic and walk away. Like we're mm-hmm. never going to be able yeah. to end on a high note. Duplicate that. We had too many, too many surprises. I called in too many favors. We had too many fabulous people there that were. It was unbelievable. It sounds nothing but good. Um, it was. It was. <laughs> and it was so we're good. stopping it. So we're not going to ever do it ever, again. But, and we're going to cut like, that thing off. Yeah. <laughs> cut it off Josh and I are. I think our feedback was two hundred was, even not, though not we had. I mean, we had everybody there. We had Duffy and Walt and Katie and Marco <laughs> and Kurt Johnson. I mean, we had yeah, Carl. We have like fifteen, Heather. like oh, it was yeah. so good. Fifteen like superstar youth workers yeah. to hang out, almost like camp counselors, and it was unbelievable. So not everybody needed, you know, or Josh and I felt like, you know, we don't, we don't, people don't need time with us because they've got. Yeah, but two hundred just felt like That's a too lot of people for Josh and I's style. Like we like to look people you in like the eyes. Intimacy. Yes. Yeah, I like smaller. Yeah. That's yeah. what you based the whole thing out of in the first place. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. I mean we you know So we, if we do it again, it's gonna probably be a hundred, yeah. What if it was and a, of, DYM one fifty? <laughs> and what, of those one hundred, about three what a of them problem solver. About hey. three of them are gonna finish the Bible. Best of both worlds. The DYM one fifty coming to you Valentine's Day, two thousand nineteen. Well, what if one of the requirements the was you had to read through the Bible oh, by the gosh, time you got forget there? Forget it. Um, <laughs> Amazing. That's incredible. Uh, forget it. The other thing that we've been thinking about is what if. Katie, okay, we're, this is breaking news yeah. right now. Oh, wow. Oh, here we go. Let's go. Yeah. Allison raised her eyebrows. Allison's got her head kind of turned a little what bit. What if it She's was DYM 100 and it was a for if you're just in your 20s? Ooh. Or a DYM 100 single 60s, or married like or veterans or we, we kind of niche it that way. Mm. Interesting, huh? One leg industrial accident engineers <laughs> left-handed. in the, left-handed in their mid forties. 
with the peanut allergy. <laughs> it's a niche group, but we can yeah. find out. Of them. I don't know. I think it's free, good for free. people to be Jerry free. mixed. Mixed? Well, yeah, I, you know, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it's good for singles and married youth workers to mix. Yeah, and young, brand new I mean, youth I mean workers that, and that veterans. And, yeah. Yeah. Isn't variety in the body of Christ beautiful? <laughs> It's the spice of life. <laughs> it really is. I do like, I like the Okay, bits. so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just thinking. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Here we go. I don't know. Youthpastordiet.com. <laughs> <laughs> we typically run our Sunday morning Sunday school at the first service, 9.30 a.m. Cancel we it. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> we have had a growing number of parents ask if we would consider moving Sunday school to our second service at 11 a.m. The biggest reason being that they have trouble getting their students out of bed. If we were to do this change, it could significantly, um, it could significantly affect, who knows, I was a homeschooler, other ministries. What would be a wise way to go about trying out these changes? My leadership is very supportive of taking risks and trying things, but I want to glean some wisdom from people who have done this before. To me, it's a no-brainer. A no-brainer, yes. Change it. Change it to 11. Let kids sleep in. Go out to lunch afterwards. Yep. Make it make it relational. Uh, that 100%. is 100%. That's a no brainer. Well, there you go. I'm, I'm with it too. If wow. you're nervous about people, I mean, we've done this a billion times where you just, you know, launch it as an experiment. We're going to yep. try this out and then it takes yeah. off. So we're doing this for the summer. People we'll see how it goes. Jesus. We're doing it for the fall. And yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. there you are. Or even so. now, early in the year, try it through the yeah, January you know, through 1st. The school year. Yeah, we're going to try If this. you do it right away, it'll feel natural here. If you wait till like February 1st, it, it feels a little weird. Or like March 19th. Yeah, this is a good time to do it. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, we'll just, where'd you pull March 19th out? I don't know. I oh. just said it. Oh. <laughs> terrible day to launch things. Yeah, <laughs> also true. Also true. <laughs> I don't like to answer questions like that, like no brainer, that's easy. Like, Because, uh, yeah. you know, he's really struggling with that. Sure, in the communica- there's communication around that, there's yep. parents, well, so there's legwork to numbers go down, then yeah, you're on the hook bad. for that. You know, come yeah. on. Yeah. But it sounds like it, it would be really exciting. Yeah, I would. I would make you know the ones that are forced to be there and that come in that looking like, looking like my eyes look right now. <laughs> um, they come in tired on Sunday morning. Yeah. Then you go, hey, what do you think about you know start planting the seed. We made, we made the move in our youth group. We went from first service to second service. Well, and why it was, you, where, were yeah, you, where were you five I'm minutes ago? I'm answering right now. <laughs> you know you can answer these when it, they come in. It was, you know when it, we talk beforehand and we rose. say save it for the show? We mean like, <laughs> this, this is the, is the show. Oh, this, are we recording? <laughs> yeah. This is your uh, now. It, attendance rose for us, and it was totally successful. I don't think kids, especially if it, is it a high school group? Did she not, he or she not say? No, it didn't say. Okay, well, whatever it is, if it's high school for sure. High schoolers like for sh- were way more attentive. Our numbers bumped up, I think, twenty percent or something right away. Senior pastor. I think too. Anytime your leadership, you you can say with confidence <laughs> that they like you to take risks. Yeah, yeah what totally. a compliment. That to me is the no-brainer part of that situation. Yeah, that's a if, great point. If Kate. your leadership is like, do it, take risks, step out, then yes, yeah, so fun. So that's the no-brainer piece. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here we go. Last question of this um, event. I, I crossed this guy's name out. And the reason I crossed his name out okay. is because I feel like what he's asking, I'm just going to prophetically say, okay. I think it's his fault. Oh, crap. Mm. Yeah. And so wow. I don't want to say his I'm name. I'm now biased against this person already. I don't even know what they've done. No, they haven't done it. I just think he's describing a situation. I'm going, well, well dude, this is kind of like, as I'm reading this, I'm going, 
it's on you. So spoiler alert. He so did it. no brain okay. number two. <laughs> Got it. So whatever Doug so thinks. So shorter question. <laughs> yeah, here we go. I'm okay. excited. Here we go. Um, hey, y'all, I've had a problem with adults. Let me know when I'm boring you, Jason. <laughs> I'm, Dude, just jump on your kids. phone. I no, it's okay. Time, but, you know. It's my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Here we go. Defensive people's posture people who, who don't read the Bible. Um <laughs> Three percent daily bread, no carbs. I've had a, I've had a problem with adults in our youth ministry since I started this church four years ago. Most would say that they they serve uh, that they are there to serve as volunteers, but they don't do anything during our Wednesday night service. They come in, grab a seat. Uh, from the stack of chairs in the back, sit down away from our kids. And when I offer volunteer training and include them in my volunteer communication, they're absent and silent. I have a volunteer meeting 30 minutes before our service to go over last minute assignments. We have the, the most 10 show up for this meeting, but there are 20 plus adults who show up at 6.30. The good thing is they're all quote unquote, our people. They are parents, volunteers who are background checked. They serve or currently serving somewhere in the church. They're not people we have to be concerned about, but their lack of engagement with our students makes them useless in our ministry. They literally suck the energy out of the room. Kids don't oh, want to come because yeah. there are so many idle adults in there. They feel like they're being watched. My plan is to hold them all after the service one night and remind them of the expectations if I have to... Uh, I have if they stay in our service, and then ultimately to ask them to leave if they refuse to participate and show an interest in our students. Is that too far? Should there be more steps involved in the process? I like it. This kind of feels like Doug, we could leave, and Doug could just sit here on the edge and just talk right to this young man for a moment and just <laughs> pastor him through this. Well, we've been there four years. Holy smokes. We've been there four years. So here's what I'm going to say to this, this person yeah. is... You've been, and this person is a DYM, uh, DYM gold member. He went to the National Youth Workers Convention. He says DYM 200 week 17. So I've kept his name off there because yeah. I, I think if you've been there four years, that mess is on your clock. Yeah. So you've allowed that to happen. Yep. So I'd have a fresh break, paint a new picture. Mm. Here's what it is. I'm, I've learned in my, by my mistakes. When the new school year starts, um, you know, and then lay out your expectations. And if adults don't want to live by those expectations, cut them loose. Yeah. That's it. And and do some introspection onto how they got to where they are. Because it being on your clock is a powerful statement. This is your fault. These are your people. That's a tough one to swallow. I don't disagree in any way. Yeah, but unless, but unless he came right out of Bible college. This is his first experience. He went there. There's a bunch of these old adults that and he's learning on the go. Yeah, for sure. You know, we don't totally sure. know the Cut culture. him some slack, John. <laughs> yeah, geez. Pretty judgmental. First he all, all cuts down the is, Bible and now this. It's fair to say this is your, your mess. Yeah. Either way, even if you inherited it, it's now yours. Four years in, it's yours. Yeah. And so I think a clean break, yeah, even the beginning of summer, do some, hey, who wants to volunteer for camp, get through that season, and then in the new year, really train, teach, demonstrate why we do it this way. And these are the new expectations. Okay, here's the deal. He is, um, he's got a pen right now. He knows who he is. He's got a pen and paper. He's opened up his journal, and he, he gets the privilege of having five steps from Katie. Oh, gosh. Here, wow. here are your first five steps that you would take this to this awesome. person named Just glad he said Katie. Joe. Okay? Totally. Joe, here's your first five steps. Do these five things. Ready? Write them down, Joe. <laughs> here they come. 
the fir- okay, let me just say one thing before yep. I give five steps. I would just say leadership is really hard, and there is no team that is a lost cause. You know, so you can always yep. turn the ship around, be encouraged. I've made a billion mistakes and can always start yep. to take steps. Okay, yep, yep. Um, the first thing is I would ask a few key questions about your team to help shape some things. So five questions in particular. One, just do they understand the vision of your ministry? Do they understand the audience that they're serving? Do they know what their job description is? Are they resourced and are they encouraged? I think those five questions are a great place to start about your team, just asking those questions. Um, Step two is I would meet with a couple of volunteers, your very, very best, and then the one that you're struggling with the most, um, to just gain insight and have no other agenda than just to ask questions and listen and hear the answer. Um, The third thing is I would just assess what you're doing as far as equipping them and caring for them. What's that 30 minute meeting that might need to be revisited? What are you asking them to do? Like as far as time and how are you stewarding their time? Just being thoughtful about the experience that the volunteer is having. Um, what is that? And what's your part in that? And what's their part in that? Cause there's probably both. You've got a part as a leader and they've got a part as a volunteer. So maybe assessing that. I think, too, who are people coming alongside of you with that team? So if you've got a team of 30, that's a really big team. So sometimes teams can get away from you when they grow too big. So who would be a a key other volunteer or two that could come alongside of you to help care and lead and shepherd that team in the roles that they play? I only have four. I don't know. There's probably one more. Well, the first one had five questions. I know. So, so it's was kind was of a lot. Eight. Yeah, you gave, I mean, gave <laughs> yeah, Joe more than he could. Double digits. At this yeah, he's going to have to. He's going to have to rewind, rewind, rewind just to write those <laughs> Sorry. all out. Yeah, a lot of it. Joe under the clock. That was really good. Yeah, was I don't blessed. know if you hear this sound. That yeah. was dropping the mic. That's dropping the mic right there. And, and breaking your iPhone. Yeah, that's fine. It's worth it, Katie. You probably need to write that down and do a whole training on it. For <laughs> or write a book. Amazing. Or something. That well, was team really ministry is the start. best. It is the best. Yeah. Doing ministry as a team and working to invest in, in that team feeling healthy and energized and fulfilled. I mean, gosh, it's the best. And like I said, there's no team that can't be turned around. Yeah, yeah. well, Teams and do go sideways. That is totally, part of the game. It's totally. going to happen to all of Every us. Every principle that she just said yeah. or any principle that we've ever written about about volunteers and team you don't learn in your first four years <laughs> yeah. so i'm not saying he's you in his first four years but you, yeah you learn him you're like yeah. oh well, okay this is and we should commission this person to write back in whatever next christmas and say hey it's been a year i heard a while this is your new year show it's been a year here's where we're at yeah that'd be awesome to hear how things good. are turned around. I think we call this show Katie's Mic Drop. Oh, oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> yeah. So let it be written. Wow. So let so it, let be, it be said. That's the best part. YouthPastorDie.com. Uh, keep off the carbs, but stay in the word. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Josh endorsed the, the word. It is a Christmas miracle. The bread of life. The bread of life. Not, That's right. Keep off the carbs, the bread stay. of earth. <laughs> Unless it's an ancient grain from a hipster bakery. All right. We'll see you next time. <laughs>